0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. As Pastor J.D. discusses today, Jesus' return is imminent. In these last days, it's crucial to be in the Word so you can tell the truth from lies. Satan knows Scripture like the back of his hand and will use it to pull as many believers away from Christ as he can. His time is short and he's desperate, so don't be deceived. Be in the Word. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor JD with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 19, 2020.
1: Number 2442. You are the saviors of mankind. Not only is this not biblical, it's actually right out of the playbook of the New Age, which I want to talk about in a moment. Because the New Age is all about I am God, I am my own savior. And nothing new under the sun. Is this not what the serpent did in the garden? The whole thing was, God is holding out on you. He knows that if you were to eat from this tree that he commanded you not to eat from, he knows that you'll be just like him and he doesn't want that. Because then, if you eat from this, then your eyes will be open, enlightened, awakened, and you will be just like God. Just repackaged. You are God, you're your own Savior. I'm not going to quote a lot of scripture. I mean, if I did, I'd, we'd be here all day. <laughs> But I do want to quote Isaiah 43 verse 11. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me there is no Savior. You know, in the Old Testament there are so many times when God would command Moses to have Aaron speak to the people and say, I am the Lord your God who delivered you out of Egypt. And what's interesting is repeatedly, replete throughout the Old Testament, you hear again and again command Aaron to speak to the people, I am the Lord your God who delivered you out of Egypt. Why? Why do you have to keep telling them that? Because they think that that golden calf that Aaron made when Moses didn't come down from the mountain was the God that had delivered them out of Egypt. And God has to remind them that, no, that's not your God. That's not your Savior. I am the Lord your God. When I read Scripture, sometimes I, I don't know if you do this, I would recommend that you do this, because I think it helps... And by the help of the Holy Spirit to grasp an understanding uh, of what the scripture is saying when you seek to identify where the emphasis is. Example, I don't think the emphasis is uh, on, I am the Lord, your God. I don't think the emphasis is on, I am the Lord, your God. I think the emphasis is on, I I am the Lord your God. That's not your God. They're not your God. I am the Lord your God. And there is no other. Apart from me, there is no Savior. Number 2788. Where we go one, we go all. This is usually the hashtag WWG1WWA. This particular one is gaining quite a bit of traction, (laughs) but the problem is that it smacks of this one world where all go and are united like they were at the Tower of Babel. One world one language. It's almost a reversal of what happened at the Tower of Babel. So not only is it in direct opposition to God and His Word, but the other problem with this is where all go, may seem and sound right, but in fact, in the end, lead to death and destruction. Back to Proverbs again, chapter 14, verse 12 this time. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. And then in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, Jesus is speaking. Listen very carefully. He says, enter by the narrow gate. Why? Because wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. This next one, number 4249, is actually a quote from Scripture. And this is a common argument from those who follow Q. They will argue that Q quotes Scripture, Uh, you'll, you'll forgive me, but, well, let me just say it this way. Make no mistake about it. Satan knows Scripture better than you and I ever will. And isn't it true that Satan quoted the words from God to Adam and Eve in the garden? Misquoted, really. And so too, did he also quote out of Deuteronomy when he tempted Jesus in the wilderness? Don't ever think for a second that Satan doesn't know Scripture. And by the way, Satan really knows Bible prophecy. I mean, think about it. And by the way, this is, I didn't mean to get off on this, but you know the book of Revelation? It's the only book of all 66 books of the Bible that promises a blessing to those who read it, hear it, and take it to heart. Yet, here's the thing. (laughs) Many Christians are so afraid of that book. It's so apocalyptic. You know what the word apocalypsos in the original language of the Greek means? Revealing. And I know this is going to be deeply profound. Revelation, revelation, it's a revealing, an unveiling of what's going to come. No wonder Christians don't read the book. Satan doesn't want Christians reading that book and being blessed by that book, the only book in the Bible that promises a blessing. I mean, think about it. Would you want someone to read a book that is about you and your demise and ultimate destruction and <laughs> being cast into the lake of fire. I kind of don't want people reading that book about me and what's going to happen to me. That's what the book of Revelation is. Well, here's the drop quoting Peace for the storm. Have faith in God Mark eleven twenty two. Wow. Okay. Conspicuously absent from these cue drops is any mention of the name above all names, the only name given among men whereby we must be saved the name of Jesus. Do you know what Mark eleven twenty two actually says? Well I'm gonna read it to you. It is this is Mark eleven twenty two. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Have faith in God. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus said, have faith in God. That was Jesus. You know, I, I know I've mentioned this before, and just indulge me for a moment. I'll try not to digress too much on this, but I think it's important. You know, God is very generic. I know in, the, in my culture as an Arab in the Middle East, it's actually Allah, which any Arab in the Middle East, and Jew for that matter, will say is synonymous for the title of God. So even if you had an Arabic Bible, every time you read the word God, it would say Allah. There's a problem. Allah is not the title of God, it is the name of God. It is the moon God. Allah is not God, Allah is a false God. And Islam a false religion. And Muhammad a false prophet. So Allah is the moon God that they worshipped and worship. Allah is not Jehovah God. So when when you say God, I mean, you know the back of your money, it says in God we trust. I have a question. Which God? What's the name of the God? You know, in Egypt they had over 3000 gods. Did you know that? Over 3000 gods. Man. <laughs> That's confusing. Well, again, I don't want to digress too much. I I guess my point is simply this. It's at the name of Jesus that demons tremble. There's coming a day when every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus, Jesus... Christ is Lord. And there is no other. You know when I pray sometimes, actually more often now, especially when the spiritual warfare is intense, which is like all the time now, I always pray out loud in the name of Jesus. Because I know that the spiritual, the spiritual forces the wickedness and high place, they can't stand it if I just say God they're like hey cool <laughs> that's not very specific but when I say Jesus they can't they hate it they hate it Jesus said you know why they hate you don't take it personal they hate you because they hated me first it's the name of of Jesus. Number 2450. This is interesting. A beautiful, brave new world lies ahead. Oh, it does? Wow, cool. The problem with this is that it's not a brave new world that lies ahead. Rather, it's the new heaven and the new earth that lies ahead instead. And the reason being is that this so-called beautiful, brave world is passing away and coming to an end. The Apostle John in his first epistle, chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, said, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world... Love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Understand that, you know, like we say in our day when somebody is dying, they're passing away, or they passed away that's what John's saying. The world's dying. It's passing away. When our daughter Noel was born, and we took her home, we knew it was just a matter of time. she was passing away. She was going to die. We just didn't know when. We had her for four months and six days, but we knew she was going to pass away. Would to God that we as Christians would come to terms (laughs) with the reality that this world is dying. Revelation chapter 21 verse 1. John is writing and says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. It had already died. Wait a minute. A new heaven too? Yeah. It's a new heaven. Why? Oh, that's when the first sin had entered. It was not in the garden. It was in heaven by Lucifer. So it's the new heaven. And it's the new earth. Well, number 3858, is The Great Awakening. And it's this last one that I would like to focus on for the remainder of our time together. As I mentioned in the beginning, it is my belief that this Great Awakening is actually a great deception. And this for a number of reasons, chief of which is that the Bible does not speak of a coming great awakening. Rather, it speaks of a coming powerful deception. The Apostle Paul in 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 11, he talks about this very powerful delusion and strong deception. That's what's coming. Now please know that I spent the better part of last week, really the last couple of weeks, researching, praying, preparing, and certainly seeking the Lord concerning this. And I only mention that because everything in my research and preparation pointed to not only the Great Awakening, but to what's known as the Great Awakening Map the great awakening map which as I understand it was created in response to the leading QAnon followers who believe that this great awakening to the Illuminati agenda and its imminent overthrow will coincide with this massive cosmic event including the release of energy from the Sun that will awaken dormant divine DNA in the human body, accelerating our evolution, triggering the ascension of humanity. All of this is thoroughly detailed in this great awakening map, which illustrates QAnon's pivotal role in the larger New Age agenda. As a spiritual counterpart to the teachings of the New Age, QAnon is engendering a political awakening that will soon be joined by a spiritual awakening to godhood. That's what this great awakening is. Pictured here is a screenshot of a YouTube video from John Blanchett's E511 Ministries channel, which is Ephesians 5.11, where the Apostle Paul says, Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. I had an online member send me this particular video titled, Clip from Road to Antichrist, Chapter 4. I would highly recommend this video along with John's other videos. He has them on both YouTube and BitChute. While John is a brother in Christ who does not hold to a pre-trib belief, to his credit, he doesn't break fellowship with those like myself who are and do, which was actually is quite refreshing for a change. In this particular video posted on John's channel, the creator of the Great Awakening map, Perinia Champ, if I'm pronouncing his name right, talked about this map in an interview with ConspiracyFact.press on June 29, 2018. I want you to listen very carefully as I quote verbatim what the creator of this map said about this map. Quote, I put Q as the biggest on the map because Q is in a secret alliance with many world countries. Everyone is awakening and realizing that there's an Illuminati and that there's extraterrestrials everywhere and that it's all caused by this solar flash that's about to occur and it's creating a leap of evolution of consciousness for everybody. The great solar flash is talked about in almost every ancient religion on earth. And it talks about an end times that are about to occur right now. And the sun will release several series of flashes. It's supposed to happen any time. And this series of flashes basically evolves our DNA. When the solar flash comes, still quoting, we need to be in a state of mind that is peaceful and loving, or it will make you go crazy because you cannot adapt. That's why, listen, in the Bible, you say you see prophecies of people disappearing off the earth, but the good people get to stay. Oh, I'm so glad you responded that way. <laughs> I mean, I, here again, I was like that kid in the class going, Is it just me? rapture. Isn't it interesting? I'm sorry. I, you know, people say your humor is inappropriate. <laughs> to which I say, I, God has a sense of Humor. <laughs> And humor is medicinal. And so, besides, if I don't laugh, I'll cry. You don't want to see a grown man cry again, right? But no, give me just a a moment here. But isn't this interesting? That's how they're going to explain it away.
0: Thanks for joining us for this special Mid-East Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while, we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.